Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Virtual Chapter podcast. I am so excited to have you here this week as we talk all things podcasting. I find it very meta to be on a podcast talking about podcasting, but I'm really excited to share with you today the the systems and the tech and the setup to start launch a podcast for the first time. So a little bit of backstory, we have been supporting podcasts within the agency for over three years, both within roles as virtual assistants and online business managers with clients who have virtual assistants. And then just over two years ago, we bought in our own podcast management team. So they are our podcast editors, our podcast manager who does all of the coordination for us and all of the people who play a role in the content process relating to the podcast. And we support incredible humans to launch and manage their podcast so that podcasting can almost become the easiest part of their week, because I think that's one of the biggest objections. It's certainly one of the biggest objections I hear to starting a podcast is, oh, it's going to take so much time. And I'm here to tell you at this point, it doesn't. (laughs) I spend on average, maybe 30 minutes to an hour each week on my podcast. And then my team takes care of everything else, which is amazing. And a big shout out to Pablo, who is editing this episode that you're listening to right now. But I really love podcasting for its impact it can have on your business. So if you've maybe been toying with the idea of starting a podcast, maybe it's been on the vision board for a little while, but you haven't necessarily known how or when to leap, or you're feeling all of these sort of fears and objections coming up, I'm going to chat to some of the benefits of podcasting first, and then I'm going to break down the system on how to make this really easy for yourself, whether you choose to DIY it all, or whether you go down the road of working with an agency like ours to take care of your podcast management services. So let's dive right in. Why should you have a podcast? Now, I think Many of us know the benefits, right? There are so many benefits to having a podcast, but I want to talk about some of the really big ones. The first thing is that podcasting is still a growing channel. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise, because it's absolutely not true. Podcasting is still growing worldwide. In almost every country around the world, over the last 12 months, we've seen growth in podcast listenerships. So they're growing in popularity, but it's also one of the most frequently consumed forms of long content. So if you're debating things like whether you should do a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel or any sort of other long form media, audio content is the one that is consumed the most. 46% of listeners who listen to podcasts, tune into audio content 
daily. That is huge, right? In terms of the demographic, the demographic is really broad. It certainly skews in a few certain different directions. So if you do want to know if your specific audience is listening to podcasts and likely they are (laughs) in some way, shape or form. But if you want to get an idea of the average demographic of a podcast listener, head over to buzzsprout.com forward slash blog forward slash podcast statistics to see the latest research around listenership. Now, a lot of that data does definitely skew US based. However, they do have some global stats in there and it will be eye opening to the type of people that listen to podcasts and the type of reach that is available to you through this platform. The second reason that I think podcasting is so beneficial is because it really does give you a chance to position yourself as an authority within your niche, as the expert, as the thought leader, because it's going to give you a lot more space than the character limit on most social media platforms, right? Like you can talk for however long you want. We do find the best podcast sits somewhere in sort of the 20 to 40 minute range. Um, but it gives you a chance to really dive deep into a topic that you are so knowledgeable knowledgeable about and show your audience that expertise, that experience you have. Bring your lens to it. It allows you to bring more nuance to the conversation than we can necessarily bring on platforms like social media. And so it's a real opportunity for you to go really, really deep on your content so your audience gets to know you and why you, why should they follow you, why should they support you. Which brings me to my next point. The third point is that podcast audiences are buyers. Podcast audiences are buyers. They are more likely not only to follow you on other platforms once discovering you on a podcast, but 38% of listeners surveyed said they went on to buy from a brand or a service mentioned in a podcast. That is huge right? 40%, almost 40% of listeners going on to purchase. So there's a lot of opportunity to to have your podcast be a really significant part of your marketing and sales funnel for your business, which at the end of the day is really important. If you want a podcast for the hobby of having a podcast, fantastic, go for it. You do you. But if it is a business strategy, it's a smart one with data behind it to back that it is a platform that converts. The fourth reason that I think podcasting is so powerful is it actually has a relatively low barrier to entry. Now, it can feel overwhelming and it can feel like you need all of the latest whiz bang tech and things that you've never had before or you need to outsource. And that's absolutely not the case. A lot of podcasters, especially those who are in business in the early stages of business, do start their podcast as a DIY project. They teach themselves how to record and edit. You can technically do it just with the same old headphones that are plugged into your computer every day of the week for your Zoom calls. You don't have to buy the fancy equipment. You absolutely can. You know, I say this sitting here in my office with a a very, very lovely podcast. I have the Rode Podcaster microphone and, you know, a mic arm and all of those things. But for the most part, you can set up and record really, really quickly if you want to. It's very different to deciding to set up a YouTube channel, which has a higher production quality, a higher production value. So it's a really easy way for you to start creating and sharing content quite easily if you want to. And the flip side of that is it's also something that is so incredibly easy to outsource and get support on. So it becomes a really easy part of your process for you to show up, record, and then have everything else (laughs) happen after that fact by somebody other than you. 
The last reason is I really do think podcasting can be the catalyst for creating a really epic content process in your business. And I know that was certainly the case for me when I started the podcast. I really wanted something, some hero content that was going out weekly that was going to be the base from which all of our other content came from. And I wanted to make all of that other content really easy. And for me, it's really easy to show up, to plan my episodes, to record this, and then repurpose that into multiple pieces of content across different platforms. And so that was really the catalyst for building our consistency on social, for building our thought leadership, for creating that clarity and structure around our content. And I think it can absolutely be true for almost everyone. It's certainly true for a lot of our clients. The feedback we hear is how podcasting has made their entire content process easier. Whereas I think we often go into it thinking it's just going to be another thing that we add to the list. And that doesn't have to be the case at all. All right. If I have sold you on why you need a podcast in your business, let's talk about the specific planning and launch steps. I want this to be really easeful and useful for you so you can literally go and apply this in your business and kick off a podcast relatively quickly. Now, in terms of timelines, I generally recommend giving yourself six weeks from the I'm definitely starting a podcast moment through until episode one releases. You can do it quicker if you've got time and resources to do so. You can take longer if that feels good. But I find that six week mark is enough that you can dedicate a couple of hours a week to it in amongst, you know, business and life and all of the things you've already got going on and is going to keep you moving forward in a really efficient and timely manner. So the planning stage, you've decided you're going to do it. What on earth do I do now is your planning stage. So the first thing I would say, set a launch date and work backwards. Like I said, aim to give yourself at least six weeks unless you know you want to go sooner and you have the time to, to move faster. Plan that six weeks, put a date in the calendar, and we'll start working backwards from there. You might like to time it around a milestone in your life or business. You might like to plan it outside of other launches that you've got going on so you can give it the time and attention it deserves. But let's put a date in the calendar and have some accountability in place. The next thing we're going to start doing is looking at things like our show title, our show description, and our podcast cover art, the things that people see when they find your platform on a podcast channel. So something I do think is really helpful here is to do some research in terms of the cover art, see what's working on places like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's quite a small graphic when you look at it on the phone and amongst all of those other images. So you definitely want something that is going to stand out and also feel really cohesive and on brand um, with the rest of your business. So deciding on that, deciding on your title, are you going to use your name? Are you going to use the name of your business or an offer or your framework, or if you've got something else fun and catchy and memorable for your podcast name, and then also look at writing that show description. The reason I recommend at least drafting your podcast description at this early stage is because it's going to help give you clarity and really hone in on who your podcast is for and the type of content you want to create. From here, we also have some additional decisions to make around the style, the format, the length, the frequency of our podcast. Is it going to be bite-sized five-minute episodes? Are they going to be hour-long? Is it going to be weekly or fortnightly or monthly or bi-weekly? 
twice weekly. You've got so many options here, but making the decision about the format that you want to deliver in that it feels good for you to create and also feels good for your audience to consume and then making a commitment to stick with that. So for us, that looks like a weekly podcast. We take occasional breaks um, just because life, (laughs) but we definitely do have that consistency of, you know, every Tuesday, a podcast episode goes out and with a platform like podcasting, that consistency is really important to build up your follower, your subscriber base. The next thing we're going to look at is the equipment. Do you have a microphone? Are you buying a microphone? Do you need a stand or an arm? All of those sorts of things. Now, there's lots of different options out there. There's a million review sites who are much better qualified than me to tell you which microphone is going to be good for your needs. But like I said, I do love the Rode Podcaster. I ordered mine off Amazon. It was here probably within 48 hours. It's a USB microphone, so it plugs straight into my computer. And if you're getting started, I really do recommend a USB microphone. It's going to make it easier for you to record and use. Um, And it also makes it quite mobile. I could take this microphone anywhere I need to with the stand. Um, So if I'm working from somewhere other other than home, I still have my equipment available to me to record. From there, the next thing we're going to do is start scripting our intro and recording our intro and our outro and sourcing that music that goes over it. Now, again, if you're DIYing this, there's lots of places that you can find royalty free music that you can use um, or music licensed music that you can purchase. Or you can absolutely outsource this to an agency who is likely to have access to a whole library like we do, a whole library of different audio that you can use for that music for your intro and outro. And as well as that, any mid-rolls, any little ad roll content that you want to have sprinkled throughout your episodes as well. This is also a really good point in time to make the decision about what your support team for your podcast is going to look like. Are you going the DIY route? Do you want to outsource the audio editing Do you have an existing VA who can maybe support you with certain things? Like, what does it look like? What are the things that you want support with? What are you happy to do yourself? And starting to investigate those options. So maybe meeting with a couple of different um, agencies or service providers, finding the ones that feel really good for you, making some decisions around budget and investment, all of those sorts of things. You're going to need to record your trailer episode. So this is usually a really short episode that just teases what is coming. Now, the really big fancy podcast, and we're not talking about those because we're not, that's not our primary aim here. We are business owners. The podcast supports our business. (laughs) They have really fandangled trailers. You just need something simple where you hop on the mic for under five minutes and tell your people who the podcast is going to be for, what they can expect from listening to the show. And that's it. The real benefit of the trailer episode is because we need an episode to test all of the technology before we launch. And the trailer is the best way to do that. But I'll talk more on that in a moment. I also recommend planning your topics, starting to create a list. And I recommend not diving into podcasting unless you can create a list of 30 different episodes. Now, they don't need to be fully fleshed out. You don't even need to have your title figured out, but just like 30 things you know you could talk to that you could create content around. That's going to help give you that consistency. 
The reality is the drop-off rate amongst podcasters is really, really high. In fact, I believe the most recent statistic shows that of all of the published podcasts on Apple Podcasts, only 19% of them are active and they're considered active if they've published an episode within 90 days. So I really want you to go into this with the view that this is a long-term decision for your business and therefore how can you make this as sustainable as possible? And so starting with a really robust list of content and topics and episodes or guests you'd like to interview is really going to help you beat that statistic and not just become another podcast tumbling away in the internet somewhere. All right, so we've recorded our trailer, we've planned those initial topics. Now we want to look at our hosting platform. So this is where we start to get a bit technical in terms of our podcast setup. So you will definitely need somewhere to record, and I'll talk to that in a minute. You then need somewhere to host your podcast, and then from hosting, they are pushed out to your distribution channels. So I'm going to work backwards here. Distribution channels are the apps that we use to consume podcasts. So think Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. These are places where the consumer can listen to a podcast. In order to get them to all of those platforms, you could absolutely do it manually if you want to upload a single podcast episode half a dozen times, or you can go with a podcast host, someone that will take care of the distribution for you. We use and love Buzzsprout. And yes, I do have an affiliate link for them. I will pop it in the show notes. I find that they're really easy to use. If you've never used, never done podcasting before, never used a podcast host before, Buzzsprout is amazing. Their resources on their website, their support docs are fantastic and it's really affordable. So they are the things that we look for in our podcast host. And from there, we upload to there and it's pushed out to all of the different channels for your listeners to consume. So again, making that decision and starting to set up the behind the scene pieces within your podcast host. All right, we've done all our planning. Now we're looking at launch timelines. So plan your launch dates and your release dates for those initial episodes. I always recommend releasing at least three episodes in your first week. You can release more if you want to, (laughs) because we want to encourage your listeners to binge. The success measures of podcasts are around downloads. You can't see specific podcast subscribers. Um, All we really have to go on is the number of times our episodes are downloaded or listened to. So having a few in the first week is a really great chance to bump up your download numbers, which is going to help you rank on the charts. Again, a really great measure of success for your podcast. And it's also going to encourage your listeners to binge your episode, really dive deep into your content and get to know what the podcast is about. Then you want to plan any launch activity around your podcast. How are you going to get the word out? Podcasting is definitely not a builder and they will come platform. Yes, there is search. Yes, there is some SEO um, components of your episode titles and your podcast show notes to help people find things when they search on apps like Apple Podcasts. However, especially in the early stages, most of your listeners are going to be driven to your podcast from somewhere else, from your social media channels, from your email marketing channels. So how are you planning to promote your podcast when you launch? What does that look like? How often are you going to email your people? Do you want to build a launch team? All of those different things. Then we want to dive into the actual tech setup. And this is where that trailer episode becomes really important. You want to upload your trailer episode to your podcast host at least 
a week prior to your planned launch date because some of them can take a while to approve your podcast and there may just be niggly little issues in the process as well. So plan to have that live or plan to have that published and out to distribution networks at least a week before your official launch date so that it is live. You can test that it's working. You can test that your podcast shows up on all of the platforms. And if people stumble across your trailer, fantastic. They'll get a taste of what is coming. From there, we want to upload and schedule the rest of our podcast episodes, get into the process and the practice of creating show notes, repurposing your podcast into various types of content and sharing the heck out of it during your launch week. All right. They are the big things around podcasting. The only other piece I do want to quickly talk to is also creating that clarity for yourself on what your weekly podcast cycle is going to look like going forward. Now I say weekly because most of our podcasts release weekly. It might be fortnightly for you. It might be more frequently. You may love to batch and you might do everything a month at a time, completely up to you, but creating that clarity for yourself on your timelines, particularly if you're working with a team, when do they need the episodes to turn them around for editing? Do you need to hand them over to somebody else who's going to repurpose content or create graphics or all of those sorts of things? Getting really, really clear on exactly what that process looks like for you and the channels that you're on is going to be really important. And another really fun tech recommendation for you is a platform called Cast Magic. Now, Cast Magic is an AI platform specifically designed for podcasters to help you repurpose the heck out of your podcast content. We've been using it for the last couple of months and I am absolutely obsessed. So yes, again, I do have an affiliate link for you. It will be in the show notes, but if you are podcasting regularly and you want to make it easier for you to pull out that really key information from your podcast, turn it into blog posts, show notes, quote images, carousels, threads, content, all of the things, Cast Magic is a game changer. You will love it. So make sure you check out the link on that one as well. All right. You've done all of the things. You've launched a podcast. The next question I hear is like, how do I know if it's successful? (laughs) Because I feel like I'm talking to myself. I publish it. I'm seeing these numbers in my podcast host dashboard. I'm seeing some statistics around listeners. What does it all mean? Okay. And it can feel a little bit like you are just talking into the ether, but we have some stats around this. So if your episodes get more than 124 downloads in 30 days, a whole month, you are in the top 50% of podcasts worldwide. So you can see the bar here isn't overly high (laughs) in terms of how many podcasts you need to be considered in that top tier. You can also sign up to a platform like Chartable. We'll pop a link to that one in the show notes as well, which tracks your performance on Apple podcast charts. Um, worldwide, which is really helpful because otherwise you're only going to see what's in your podcasting app. I also encourage you to really engage with your listeners to get reviews. That's going to help you improve your reach. Again, really hard to see when you go into your Apple podcast app, you're only going to see reviews for Apple podcasts for the country or region that you're in. So again, there are ways and tools that you can use to view reviews across different countries to make your life easier. Um, And also like reshare those. That is fantastic content you can put on social when people review your podcast. Let other people know how amazing they think you are. If you're looking to know like, okay, well, of the top podcasts in the world, what are they getting in terms of download numbers? The top 3% of podcasts are getting more than 6,500 downloads per month. 
So that should give you a pretty good picture of where your podcast will be sitting. Somewhere in that range between 124 and 6,000 downloads, 6,500 downloads is the top 50 to 3%. Um, So there's obviously a really big range there. And at the end of the day, we're really focusing on building that connection, building those relationships with your audiences, moving them from the platform. So having calls to action to get people to join your mailing list or come connect with you over on social, all of those things so that you are constantly building your audience and nurturing them across multiple different ways. I hope this episode has been helpful. If you are thinking about launching a podcast or you know you're going to launch a podcast or maybe you have one already and you just want to make it so much easier than it is right now, I would love to have a chat with you. Like I mentioned earlier, we've been supporting podcasts for over three years now, doing podcast management for over two, and we've never publicly launched our services. And that is all changing this week. We have a limited number of places available for clients who want support on their podcast, whether that is from audio editing, video editing, the creation of show notes, so much more, all of the different pieces that go into your podcast. I would love to have a chat with you if that is something that is on the radar for you. So head over to the virtualchapter.co forward slash podcasts to find out more about our services and how we can support you on your podcasting journey. All right. I would love to hear from you. If this episode has been helpful, come over to Instagram and tell me at the virtual chapter and I will see you again next time.